Hey everybody, it's India with It's the Little Things Podcast. I'm so stoked to be here. Of course, I love this. This is my favorite part of the week, honestly. But I am just absolutely amazed at the love and the wisdom and the people who have messaged me about last week's episode. That was just awesome. And it was so, it's just this amazing miracle from God that I have been able to meet people that I didn't originally know. And that's kind of one of my favorite things about this is because I'm getting to meet a lot of wonderful young women and hopefully some um, young men will be on here too as well um, from church and everything. And I'm just super excited about just the future of this podcast because honestly, every episode I'm like, wow, that was the best one. And I know my Nana always comes and says, India, I love that one. That was my favorite. And so I just love hearing that from her, of course. Love you, Nana. Um, but I also wanted to bring up um, one of my friends from Arkansas, MMA McDaniel now is her last name. She just recently got married, but she has a line at a boutique called Clothed in Love, and it's for a limited time only. And I think right now it's 25% off. But MMA McDaniel is just so sweet. And um, we had her over at our house for a devotional one time, um, her and our softball team. And I don't know if you remember me, MMA, but I love you and you're so sweet. And I love the things you're doing for the Lord. And you're just such a light girl. So everybody go check it out. Her stuff is so, so cute. Um, But I was also going to talk to y'all about how the other day, my friend and I, Peyton Rose, we went to church at Better Life and we had a guest speaker um, and he was, he honestly just, the way his sermon went, it kind of reset. And we talked about this in the car afterwards. It kind of reset what we kind of saw Christianity as because his sermon was about what the will of God is and what it is not. And it's so, the way he listed it out was just, it was so cool because it made us realize instead of Christianity always being this gray area, it isn't a gray area. It is black and white. The love and the will of God is black and white. And there isn't, there's no if, ands, or buts about it, honestly. Um, Because we, as a society, I believe that we honestly tend to just kind of get in this weird area like, hey, we need to do this differently. Like we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And, you know, obviously we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but the Bible is black and white. It says what needs to be done and it says who God is. And that's, there's no wiggle room because it's all facts in there. And so I just thought that was really interesting because as a society, I think, and as personally, I do the same thing. I'm kind of like, well, you know, is it really that or is it really this? Yeah, it is because it says it in the Bible and that's what it is. And I thought that was interesting. Um, But I also, after church, we got in the car and we were just talking. And then one of my favorite songs came on and it's Even If by Mercy Me. And I don't know if you've ever heard that song, but if you haven't, take note of it. Pause the video. Go listen to it because it's a must have listen. Honestly, it's my favorite song right now. And I love to listen to it when I get in the car and I love to listen to it before I get out of the car. It just gets me every time. And the first time I listened to it, I was on a walk. I was just going for a walk. And I instantly broke down in tears when I listened to the words because it was so moving. And it honestly hit me right where the heartstrings are. And um, and it, it just made me feel something, honestly. 
and I just started crying. I was like, wow, this is this is hitting me right now in my season of life that I'm in. And I just thought that was really interesting. So I kind of listened to it on repeat a few times just so I can, you know, hear the words, learn the words and get to know kind of what it means. And the other day after church, we were listening to it. And I was honestly like, wow, this is not only for the time of my life that I'm in right now, but it's for any time of my life that I'm in. And um, if you haven't heard it, the lyrics are along the lines of he talks about how at the moment in time that he is in, he's struggling to have a lot of faith. And he and he talks about how um, God has God says that you only need a little faith. And he's like, well, good, because that's all I have right now. And he's like, it's hard for him to go up on stage and sing to a crowd and tell them about the mercies and the love of God when right now he wasn't feeling it. And I really was just like, wow. And he was talking about, you know, I know you can move the mountains, but if you don't, I'm okay with that because I trust you. I have faith in your plan for me. And I just love that. So I picked out some verses that I thought went really well with the song and I just love them. And I was just, I really wanted to dig deeper into that song because there's so much meaning behind it. So the first verse, that I found was in Matthew. Um, Yes, Matthew. It said, he replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Oh my goodness, come on. That is so good. So, so good. And obviously, every I feel like at the point I read a verse in the Bible, I'm like, wow, this really speaks to me. But come on, that if that does not speak to you, I don't know what will, because that is amazing. And I remember when I was younger learning about the mustard seed, and I never understood that, that analogy that he used, like have faith like a mustard seed. Because mustard seeds, if you don't know, are very, very little, very tiny. And so when you see them, it's, they're just so little. And you're kind of just like, why would, what, wouldn't you want me to have faith enough to fill this room? That's not what God asks of us because a little faith goes a long way. Faith in the Lord is so important because if you don't have faith in him, um, your relationship with him isn't, it isn't supported. And Here's here's what I mean by that because in it's hard enough as it is to have faith when you're suffering because you're just kind of like why not why me but why is this happening because I haven't done anything to deserve it but that's that's not what faith is faith is I'm going through something horrible right now but I trust that it's for a reason I trust you that you're going to deliver me out of this when it is my time now the the Lord moves on his time. So when we pray and say, Lord, please deliver me from this season that I'm in. He's like, yes, I will child, of course. But when you, when I want you to not right now, this isn't the time right now. I, there's a lesson that we learn from what we're given and it takes time. It's not something that something just happens one day and boom, you've learned your lesson. The Lord works in mysterious ways. And I will say that till the day I die mysterious because at the time when you're going through something, it feels so overwhelming. And you're just like, why am I going through this? Like, I cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel right now. I'm really struggling to find where 
this where this is going to be okay but it is going to be okay because he's there he's got your back that's the thing that i love is because regardless of who has left your life or who you know isn't really there for you regardless of that he's always there for you and if you have faith like a mustard seed a mustard seed which is so itty bitty if you have faith like a mustard seed that's all you need just a little faith goes a long way because he wants you to have that unwavering undying faith faith like a child because children just put everything they have into anything right so like you know when children are just like oh my goodness I love you so much and then the next day they're kind of like whatever like who cares but or children when they jump off of the couch into their father's arms they have that amount of trust they have an enormous amount of trust and we're supposed to trust and have faith and love like a child does because they don't they're innocent they don't know anything better than that they haven't been forsaken by somebody or lost their trust in somebody they have unwavering trust in that person just like a child jumps off of a couch into their father's armor that's what we need to do to him just have that unwavering trust like lord i know you're going to catch me i know if i fall you're going to have me when i fall and that's the thing because he doesn't let us fall we trip but he won't he'll catch us on the way down so i also remembered the story about shadrach meshach and abednego and if you don't know the story about them they were told to bow down and worship a big statue of their king nebuchadnezzar and shadrach meshach and abednego are three brothers and they would not do that and nebuchadnezzar said if you do not do that i will throw you into a fiery furnace and they were like all right whatever our god is our god and we're not going to worship some fake god some idol that you put up because that's not who we are and we have a god out there that's way better than your god so i found the verse it's uh daniel 3 16 through 18 so i'll read that for y'all and this has to do with the song even if and i'll explain why in a minute um the verses say shadrach meshach and abednego replied to him king nebuchadnezzar we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter if we are thrown into the blazing furnace the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. I'm going to reread this one part because this is crucial to the whole story. He will deliver us from your majesty's hand, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. But even if he does not, that's the, that's the part of the whole story that is crucial. It is completely crucial because here's the deal. They are saying, I know you're going to throw us into the furnace. Like, go for it, buddy. Who cares? Because God is going to deliver us from it. But if he doesn't, we still will not bow down to your God because our God is much greater and he is faithful and he's merciful and so if he doesn't that's his plan for me right they are literally going to die if they get into a furnace correct like they know that what's going to happen if they get thrown into the furnace is that they are going to die but they sat there they stood there against the king who was telling them to bow down and was threatening to throw them in a furnace and they said nah buddy we got a God that's greater than yours and he's going to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, 
we still would not worship your God because our God is great. Our God is better. And I'm not going to worship any idol or any God that isn't mine, right? Even if, and that's kind of what goes along with the song. That's kind of, I think the premise of their song is, you know, he's, my God is great. My God is good. And I know right now I'm struggling and I'm going through this time and he's going to deliver me. But even if he doesn't, I'm still going to worship him because he is great and he's our God, right? I just love that. I mean, how can you not? Come on. Like, this is amazing. This is great because here's the deal. The Lord wants us to, um, he wants us to praise him during suffering, right? And obviously as a teenage girl in college right now, 14 hours away from home, it's really hard to praise the Lord in suffering because I'm like, I don't, I feel like I don't have my family here and it's really hard to, um, you know, praise him while I'm going through something because I'm like, why would I praise you if I'm literally going through something? And the, the hard concept is we're going through something because he wants to teach us something. And there's a reason we're going through it. And another thing that we heard, the, I heard the other day, and I'm, I, oh, it was from Tate in our last podcast. Um, she said, you know, sometimes what we go through is for, it's to shine a light through other people or other people, the Lord speaks through other people to us. And I thought that was just amazing. I was like, amen, honestly, because right now I might not feel what he's trying to tell me, but I have friends and I have people around me that he's speaking through them to help me. And I just think that's awesome. So right now when we don't feel this, we only have this little faith like, Lord, I know you're going to do something, but right now, honestly, what I'm going through sucks. Like I need to grieve about it, but I know you're going to deliver me. He, he wants us to have that mustard seed faith that's like, Lord, I know you're going to deliver me, but I need to mourn. I need to grieve. I'm going through a lot right now, and I'm suffering. And honestly, I feel like I don't know what to do. Okay. You don't need to know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm going through something really difficult right now, just trying to figure out what my future is going to hold. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what my decision is. I don't know. I don't know anything. But right now, it's like that song, and that's why I break down all the time. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what my decision is. All I know is what I'm going through right now. If it doesn't help somebody else, it's going to help somebody else in the future. And if it's not helping somebody else, it's making me a better person. And that's that mustard seed faith that we need to have. And I don't have it consistently. That's the thing. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, and obviously nobody is. But having that mustard seed faith, that little faith, that childlike faith, that just saying, I trust you. Like, I give you everything I have right now, and all I have might not be enough right now. It might not be a lot right now, but it's enough. That's all I have. I'm giving you 100%, which comparatively might be 15% of what I usually have. That is important to know. Just give everything. Trust with all your heart. And even if all that trust is only a little bit, that's all he asks. He just wants you to be like, Lord, I trust you. What I'm going through sucks and I want you to deliver me. But if you don't, I know it's for a reason. That's it. Even if you don't, I know it's for a reason. And I really love the even if, even if you don't like, okay, 
if. It's all if because we don't know our future. He holds our future. So we can't just assume, Lord, I know you're going to deliver me. He might not because what you're going through is something that he's trying to teach you. So I love that. And I also had another verse, 2 Peter 9. It says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That's the thing. Okay, so what I'm going through, it's been nearly eight months, and I'm tired of it, honestly. I'm just like, please, Lord, take this away from me because I, I don't know. I I don't want to do this anymore, just having to deal with it, right? And I know it's a hard concept to think about because, in reality, it feels like I've just been going through the same stuff for months. But what's going on is I am sitting here thinking, like, Lord, you're just not moving at my pace. And that's a thought that I you know, kind of didn't put into perspective or kind of realize I was doing until recently was like, I'm constantly basically asking the Lord, Hey Lord, like pick it up, move at my pace. Excuse me. Who do I think I am to sit there and talk to the Lord and be like, Hey buddy, speed it up. Like what? So I think this, this verse is really important for me was just realizing the Lord is not slow. The Lord is It says the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. His promise is that he's going to love me forever and that I'm going to have an eternity in heaven because I'm saved, right? That's his promise. So that's the only promise I need to know. Like he will deliver me. And if it's not in this life, it'll be when I get to heaven. Because once I get to heaven, I won't have any pain, right? I won't have anything going on with me. That's That's his promise for us. That doesn't mean he's promising that we're not going to have pain on this earth or that we're not going to go through stuff on this planet. That's what I'm having to realize is that he doesn't promise that I'm going to be delivered from this. Even if you don't deliver me, Lord, I am going to trust you. I'm going to trust that you have a plan for me. That is where that is where it's at, because his promise. His promise isn't slow. It's in his time. And we're working on the Lord's clock, not our own. And that's kind of what I'm trying to realize is this isn't about, this isn't about me. This isn't about what the Lord can do for me. This is what I can do for the Lord, right? And I just, I just love that concept because it's such a selfish concept to sit here and think like, Lord, will you deliver me now, please? Like, I'm tired of going through this. Like, no, it's, Lord, how can I praise you in suffering? How can I, how can I benefit the people around me with what I'm going through? Or how can I help others that are going through something similar? Because it's not about us. This life isn't about us. It's not about what we can do for ourselves. It's about what we can do for others and what we can do for the Lord. And I just it's a hard concept for me to swallow as well and it's something that I'm going to take into the weeks ahead of me and just the rest of my journey on this planet because we are naturally born as selfish creatures and we want to take whatever we can take and we want to always have the good and the best things we can have we always want the newest phones and the newest computers But it isn't about that. It's not about materialistic things on this earth. It's about having faith like a mustard seed and having that childlike faith and putting everything in the Lord and saying, 
Lord, I know that this earth is temporary. What this pain I'm feeling on this earth is temporary, but how can I use it to help other people? And how can I use it to be a servant for you, Lord? Because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to serve you and I'm here to serve others, right? We're here to spread God's word and have people come to know him because everybody in heaven cheers and shouts and screams with joy that somebody gets saved, right? So why don't we need that joy? We need that, Lord, like all I want to do is help bring others to you or just help people start their journey to knowing you, Lord, because that's that's where that's where it is. That's where the richness and the love and that excitement of life comes from. That's what we were put on this earth by our wonderful creator to do. And I just, I love that concept just of the faith, like a mustard seed. And it's such a, such a small phrase, but it, it means it makes a world of a difference when you realize I don't need to have this, this faith like David and Daniel and Job. Um, Job literally was put through trials upon trials upon trials and had everything in his life taken away from him to the Lord said, let's, a Job is mine. He is a child of God. You, Satan, can try whatever you want on him, and he is not going to waver. He won't curse me or anything. Satan did just that. He took away his wife, his family, his cattle, his riches. He took away everything. And then by the end of that, Job did not waver. Job had a faith that was just unwavering. Nothing could be taken away from him that made him waver in his faith for the Lord. Now, if that isn't a faith you want to have one day, I mean, come on. That is such an amazing concept because whenever just something gets taken away from us, like when you're younger and you get grounded and you literally feel like it's the end of the world, and it just is not because there's such materialistic things. We didn't get anything taken away that we can't live without, right? And I think that's just an amazing concept because Job literally had everything in his life, anything that means anything to him taken away. And God replenished that because he said, Job, you are a faithful servant to me, Lord. You are a faithful servant to the Lord. Like, wow, that is amazing. And I just, I just love that a lot because he had more than faith of a mustard seed, but that's where it starts. Everybody's faith starts as a mustard seed. And sometimes when you're going through trials, that's all you can have. You don't know, but the Lord says, you can tell that mountain to move with me behind your back and I'll move that mountain for you. But he's not slow. He's going to do it in his own time. But that's not slow because his promise is not slow. He promises us a life of eternity and peace and love and joy in heaven. And that's his promise for us. His promise is not to deliver us on this earth. So take that into this week. And I hope that everybody was able to just hear kind of part of like, you know, my feelings towards everything. And I just hope everybody is having a wonderful Wednesday and just, you know, rocking and rolling through the week. And um, just take this into this week and, you know, be there for others and help others and just check on your friends because a lot of times these trials that we go through, we, we don't like to show. And we like to, you know, hide that from other people. So just be there for your friends. Check on everybody because you know, after COVID, it's a really, really hard time and struggling, especially college students. So just check on everybody, be there for your buddies and just, you know, love one another and show love in everything you do and radiate positivity. That's a good one always. 
Um, but go out there and make someone smile today and be the reason someone